It was chaos. There was no order, no reason there in the beginning. There was no seeing and no understanding, not yet. Whatever movement might have been observed was obscured in the darkness. Whatever sound might have been heard was swallowed up in the void. Maybe it was all empty, void of everything we know and love. The waters were tossing, though, and crashing down hard. Maybe this watery deep was fearfully violent. Maybe it was simply without direction. What grabs my heart this week, though, in hearing this story of our origins again, is that it is not a blank slate. Nothing like a clean, fresh page. Where we begin, where our sacred story begins, is in a chaotic place of unknowing. We begin in the depths. This chaos feels a little too close to home for me this week. Frankly, I don't want any more uncertainty right now. I think we've had more than enough violent upheaval and and churning through the depths. As I watched our senators taking cover on the floor on Wednesday, as I saw guns drawn in the chamber and mobs waging their white supremacy and trampling freely through the Capitol, I shuddered. I was stunned. I was almost unable to move or or grasp what was unfolding, even as this siege seemed to be such a long time coming. I, I am ready for collaboration and order. I'm ready for generous, common understanding. I long for a peace that richly weaves these goods together for all people. But that peace and that ease is not what we've got. That's not where we are, and it's not where it all begins. And the chaos is not the only thing we hear in the beginning. There, in and among the absence of stars and sun and the the void of all we cherish, there above the chaotic waters is God. God draws near to that place of absence, this space of not yet, sweeping in and across and all throughout with life-giving breath, hovering with spirit, brooding over it all, all that we cannot understand or order ourselves. 
these lines from Genesis serve in so many ways as the springboard from which all our other stories leap into life, the, the narrative that lends meaning to creation. It comes as no surprise then that there are many ways of rendering these seemingly simple lines. What we heard in our translation this morning is that a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. That's God's first action. The way in which God first shows up on the scene at the beginning of it all. And these words are so rich. They carry such depth as we cannot see here on our page. This wind from God. This is how our translators frame ruach. But it is so much more than a mighty wind. Ruach can be understood more completely as the, the very breath of God or the spirit of God, this wild and holy and life-giving force. And this ruach is on the move, but it's not just any movement. Sweeping, maybe, but it's often translated also as, as hovering, like a parent hovers over her young. More poignantly yet, some translators offer this up as the spirit of God brooding over that formless void. Brooding. Brooding as a mother hen offers her warmth and patience and care to bring forth life. Here, the breath of God is watching carefully, protecting what has not yet come into being, using her very self to make it so. This is God brooding over the deep, over the chaos, over all that may be but isn't yet. This is where we begin. It can be difficult to see this promise or to trust it. But as I switched back and forth between the news and this text from Genesis this week, I had the overwhelming sense that this is still true. That God did not just brood over creation at the beginning of time, but that God broods over us still, that wherever there is chaos and uncertainty, wherever there is pain and distrust, wherever we find ourselves deep in that void, God is present, hovering, close as breath, here where everything feels so fraught. God is brooding, longing to give of herself to bring about new life. As these words enter my heart this week, 
I hear their invitation to look towards all those places where life is almost miraculously taking hold, growing and, and even thriving against all odds. I see this brooding love in, in a high school back in, in New Jersey that rallied a, a COVID-safe drive this week in the snow to register bone marrow donors in support of a teacher's young daughter who needs a match. I witness it in the countless doctors and nurses and chaplains offering love and tenderness to people dying with COVID, pushing past their own exhaustion to offer their full humanity to these patients, reaching through the isolation of this brutal pandemic. This hovering spirit comes clear in the, the tireless effort to provide housing for the vulnerable whether by transforming hotels or, or pitching tents in parish halls and dropping off safe meals so that others may be warm and fed. And I see this God who draws near for the good of new life in you all, in your steady insistence that, that we can remain connected one with another, that we can find ways to show up and laugh and pray and grow together to be the body of Christ, that this life can flourish among us no matter how many restrictions may tie our hands. Friends, I'm not going to pretend that this is some kind of magic fix. A, a formula wherein God just swoops in and solves it all. Maybe God could, but everything we have seen so far uh, suggests that that is not how God works. The way of restoration and healing can be slow. New life emerging to champion justice and a new creation taking hold that honors the voice and dignity of every human being. This is hard work. It's sometimes really difficult to tell which way we're headed, even when we're giving it our all. And... And I am convinced that hard as it is to live this way of love, as much as we are called up short trying to follow the teachings of Jesus the Christ, to follow toward reconciliation and resurrection, I believe with all my heart that we do not reach for this life alone. We do not pursue this new creation on our own. Even in the chaos, even when the death-dealing ways of hatred threaten to overcome us, even when we cannot see what is right in front of us or know with any confidence what will come next, God is present. 
sweeping in, hovering just above, brooding. We are gathered together under these warm and mighty wings, held together under the very breath of God. Can we trust this? Can we give it our energy, our hope? Can we lend our time and our strength to this new life, to this restored creation, even as so much continues to fall apart? There is chaos, and there is pain, and there is fear. And above all of this, above all of us, God hovers close, urging new life to come. Our call, then, is to open ourselves up to it, to welcome this new life, to bring it forth together with our brooding God. 